Hey, how's it going? It's uh, Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. Um, Gotta tell you, man, I got up at like 3 a.m. And I started looking through the news. There was so much, so much. This is going to be a long one, okay? Uh, uh, Real quick before I forget, I was just looking at the uh, IATSE news. Uh, uh, you know, the, the union representing, uh, um, uh, that, that works for film studios, they voted to accept the deal. Okay. Now the, the, uh, news media is telling you that they voted 60% to accept the deal. That's not true. They, they actually more voted to reject the deal. But they have a representative governess just like um, just like us. We vote for electors to make the decision for us. This is why Donald Trump won when Hillary Clinton had more votes back in 2016. This is why the last three times a Republican was elected as president, He lost the popular vote. The same thing happened with this IATSE vote. Uh, It was like 49.2 to 50.8. 50 50.8 voted to reject it. But since they have a representative governess, that meant that they accepted the deal, even though more people were against the deal. Isn't that amazing? See, it even happens at that level, just like the presidential election. Wow. And by the way, uh, one more thing before I get started. Add this to global warming perils. Unusual storms and flooding in Egypt washed scorpions into people's homes, sending hundreds of people to the hospitals, to hospitals with stings. Probably some deaths too, I would assume. So because of global warming, there, there's an, an, an attack of scorpions. <laughs> anyway, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, I appreciate you coming every day. It's exciting to have you here. It's exciting that uh, somebody's listening to me, because otherwise I feel like I get nothing done. <laughs> if you can, bring, uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow. I, sorry, it's going to be a long one today. Can't be helped. A lot of stuff. I'm probably going to take some uh, take a coffee sip here and there. <clears throat> but um, tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Um, and uh, you might want to tell me about a story or, or something like that. <clears throat> Um, let's begin. Uh, yesterday, let's have some coffee. Let's have some coffee. <clears throat> yesterday, in a ceremony, Biden signed the slightly uh, bipartisan infrastructure framework into law. <clears throat> Speaking from the South Lawn at the White House, Biden said, The bill I'm about to sign into law is proof that despite the cynics, Dems and Republicans can come together and deliver results. We can do this. We can deliver real results for real people. 13 Republicans. That's it. 
That's all. That's not really bipartisan. <clears throat> he continued, uh, we're taking a monumental step forward to build back uh, better as a nation. Here in Washington, we've heard countless speeches and promises and white papers from experts, but today we're finally getting it done. Of course, he put build back better in that line, but this is not the build back better that he's signing. This is just infrastructure. It has nothing to do with build back better. Build back better is sitting in the Senate, rotting away. He continued, uh, so my message to the American people is this. American, uh, America is moving again, and your life is going to change for the better. Uh, Biden thanked and uh, praised several senators who were key to the bill's passage, uh, including GOP Senator Rob Portman of Ohio. <clears throat> uh, the president called Portman a hell of a good guy and joked that his praise of, of the Republican would not hurt Portman since he's not running for re-election in 2022. <laughs> Biden also uh, thanks Senate Minority Leader Mitch the Bitch McConnell, who did not attend the signing ceremony. Uh, he thanked him for voting for this bill and talking about how useful and important it is. Uh, former uh, New Orleans Mayor Mitch Landrieu has been named senior advisor and will oversee the bill's implementation on behalf of the White House Landrew is the way. Landrew. Landrew knows the way. I, I'm just, you Star Trek nerds, nerds are going to know what I'm talking about. Uh, the White House said uh, Landrew will oversee the most significant and comprehensive investments in American infrastructure in generations. Work that uh, independent experts verify will create millions of high-paying union jobs while boosting economic competitiveness in the world, strengthening our supply chains, and acting against inflation for the long term. Uh, the specifics of the bill will come out in the coming weeks, uh, exactly how it's going to be distributed. Now that I have your attention, <laughs> oh, we got a lot of work. Let's try and fix the world. Uh, of course, now... Uh, the infrastructure is done. That infrastructure is done. Democrats are demanding that the right-wing sociopath Democrats keep their promise to pass the $1.75 trillion Build Back Better Act. Five right-wing Democrats in the House, Representatives uh, Kathleen Rice of New York, Ed Case of Hawaii, uh, Stephanie Murphy of Florida, Josh Gottheimer, Gottheimer of New Jersey, and Kurt Schrader of uh, uh, Oregon, uh, pledged to support the Build Back Better Act after receiving the Congressional Budget Office, uh, the CBO, uh, cost estimate for the package, which has been drastically cut due to uh, uh, objections from right-wing lawmakers, including, you know, Senator Sinema and Manchin. Um, the CBO's analysis of the entire package is now expected on Friday. Uh, so we'll see what they say. Uh, while objections by right-wing Democrats, including Manchin, forced the party to significantly dial back climate provisions in the Build Back Better Act. Uh, the package still includes incentives to manufacture electric vehicles and grow domestic supply chains in renewable energy sectors, um, a civilian climate uh, core, and increased investment in climate-smart agriculture. Now, it's unknown if we have uh, charging stations, which we need around the United States so electric vehicles can charge. We really need these. There, there's, there's 
There is not, there is not a glut of charging stations. Let's just say that. Uh, Mansion's most recent opposition to tax incentives for electric vehicles made by American workers who are represented by unions. Um, and, and, and that's kind of disturbing. At an event last week with officials from Toyota, whose plant workers have no union representation, the senator, Manchin, told Automotive News that incentivizing the purchase of electric vehicles from the only three auto companies with unions, the U.S.-based Ford, General Motors, and Chrysler, would be un-American and wrong. Unions are un-American? Really, Manchin? Is that what you're saying? Uh, he, he went on, We shouldn't use everyone's tax dollars to pick winners and losers. Manchin told the outlet at the event where, where Toyota announced it would be investing $240 million in a non-union West Virginia plant produ- to produce hybrid vehicles. Uh, Toyota and other foreign-run uh, auto companies have been lobbying against the provision, while United Auto Workers has expressed support, of course, uh, because the, the, the tax break is for union-made vehicles. Uh, excuse me, the... the uh, it's more than a tax break. It's uh, tax incentives. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Tax incentives. If passed, as it's written now, the Build Back Better Act would provide purchasers of electric vehicles with a maximum tax credit of 7500 and would add a 4500 credit on top of that uh, starting if the vehicle is manufactured by union workers. So, Manchin. What exactly are you saying? Are, are you saying that you only want to support it if people in your state can get paid less as non-union workers so executives can make more money? Is that what you're saying? Or are you just trying to kill it for your big oil buddies and coal? Which is it, Manchin? Uh, joining Manchin in opposition to uh, the tax incentive uh, 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 opposition to the tax incentive are, are GOP lawmakers, including uh, John Cornyn, Republican of Texas, and Roger Wicker, a Republican of Mississippi, whose states would also benefit from promoting the purchase of electric vehicles from non-union companies like Nissan and Tesla, right? Because Tesla is moving, uh, 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 opening a plant in uh, Texas, and it's going to be non-union. Hmm. Interesting, right? Um, The attack on Build Back Better isn't ending there. Uh, The pharmaceutical industry and its allies in the GOP are reportedly teaming up to craft challenges to the Congressional Democrats' drug pricing uh, reform plan. Uh, Earlier this month, Democrats struck a deal on a scaled-back plan that would allow Medicare to directly negotiate prices for a more limited subset of prescription uh, medicines and penalize companies that raise drug prices more rapidly than inflation. Uh, The proposed fines for violating the inflation cap would apply to both Medicare and private plans, threatening the pharmaceutical industry's virtually unchecked power to set prices as they please. The way the plan would extend price controls beyond Medicare is stoking another battle over the Build Back Better package. Uh, If the inflation cap is stripped out, drug companies could hike prices for the roughly 180 million people on employer 
health plans, or other private insurance to make up for the revenue they stand to lose from Medicare price negotiations and other provisions of the bill. At one point last month, the drug price plan was removed from the Build Back Better proposed, uh, uh, proposal entirely as it uh, faced pushback from you know the pharmaceutical industry and corporate-backed uh, whore Democrats and House and Senate, such as in the House and Senate, such as uh, uh, Bob Menendez and uh, Rep- Representative Scott Peters of, of California. Uh, he's down San Diego. I think there's some um, uh, a lot of health industry, uh, a lot of uh, uh, pharmaceutical industry uh, down there near San Diego. Uh, and when I say corporate whores, I I don't mean to attack whores. You guys are hard workers, okay. It's just a term, okay? So don't don't take it personally. You guys are wonderful. Um, anyway, thanks to the efforts of progressive lawmakers, including, uh, you know, of course, Bernie Sanders and grassroots uh, advocates, Democrats inserted a more limited but potentially impactful drug uh, price plan that supporters hope will serve as a starting point for more ambitious, uh, ambitious actions in the future. Of course, Republicans are trying to block that little thing. But we'll see what happens. Moving on. Oh, man. A lot of stuff. Biden and Chinese President... Okay, I've been saying Xi Jinping because saying Xi is confusing. So I've been saying Xi because it's spelled X-I. It's actually Xi uh, Jinping. But I'll, I'm going to stick with Xi just because it's less confusing. Because when you say Xi in, in English, it, it's confusing. Uh, So President Xi Jinping met uh, virtually last uh, night. Uh, Xi said, uh, okay, we'll try it. She said during the meeting that uh, for China, you see how it's confusing? Xi and she, no, okay. Xi said during the meeting that uh, for China and the U.S. to get along in a new era, three principles of mutual respect, peaceful coexistence, And win-win cooperation should be followed according to China's official English language readout. We seek only peaceful coexistence. Again, Star Trek reference, next generation. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, mutual respect, that's another word that China likes to throw around. Another phrase. Uh, A senior Biden administration uh, official told reporters in a call, the meeting itself was really about the two leaders discussing ways to manage the competition between the U.S. and China responsibly. On Taiwan, there was nothing new established in in the form of of guardrails or other understandings, adding that uh, the Beijing uh, Winter Olympics and visa issues did not come up during the virtual meeting. Uh, we were not expecting a breakthrough. There was, there were none to report. So nothing really has changed much. Uh, Foreign Ministry uh, spokes, uh, spokesperson uh, Hu uh, Chunying said in English on Twitter, the meeting was wide-ranging, in-depth, candid, constructive, substantive, uh, and productive. It helps increase mutual understanding. There's that word again, mutual. It's important to point out that when China uses the word mutual, they mean that both uh, the U.S. and China should agree to do things on China's behalf. That's what mutual understanding, uh, mutual cooperation, that's what it means. 
Anyway, uh, um, Biden underscores underscored the importance of uh, China fulfilling its phase one trade deal commitments. We talked about that a few weeks ago. They, they've only, they've only uh, done one third of what they promised. Uh, but trade was not a dominant part of the conversation, I guess because China is way behind on its commitments. Uh, the leaders ended the meeting shortly before 12.30 p.m. Beijing time, like noon uh, Beijing time, and uh, um, 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which was like 9.30 p.m. Our t- uh, California time, almost four hours after it began, according to Chinese state media. Uh, Biden said the leaders... Uh, responsibility was to be clear and honest where we disagree and work together where our interests intersect, especially on vital global issues like climate change. Yeah. Uh, did you talk about the coal-fired plant plants? Doubtful. Because China is, is making more coal-fired plants. Our responsibility as leaders of China and the U.S. is to ensure that the competition between our countries does not veer into conflict, whether intended or unintended. Just simple, straightforward competition. According to, uh, so they're agreeing to fight, but nothing below the belt. (laughs) According to China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, the Chinese leader also expressed his readiness to work with Biden to build consensus and take active steps to move China-U.S. relations forward in a positive direction. Uh, The press release said Z emphasized the necessity of a sound and steady relationship between the two countries. The two leaders meeting also covered a number of issues on international relations, but not the South China Sea. Uh, the White House said they discussed North Korea, Afghanistan, and or Iran. Uh, if you remember, China is trying to deal with Afghanistan. They're trying to get uh, uh, goods going through Afghanistan so they can open up markets uh, to uh, uh, Europe and uh, the Middle East. Uh, the Chinese side emphasized the importance of the United Nations uh, because the more important the United Nations, the less power the United States has, of course. Uh, Moving on to (laughs) your favorite, Steve Bannon was released from custody after surrendering his passport uh, pending trial on contempt of Congress charges Um, Thursday. That was yesterday. Thursday, he will be arraigned. Uh, uh, Prosecutors did not seek to detain Bannon before trial. Under conditions approved by the judge, Bannon agreed to weekly check-ins to surrender his passport Uh, provide notice of any travel outside the district and seek court approval for travel outside the continental United States. They couldn't do that anyway without a passport, right? It's not like anybody has any private planes that would let him use it to get out of the country to maybe, say, Ecuador? Trump? Uh, Bannon. Uh, was charged last week with one count related to the, his refusal to appear for a deposition and another related to his refusal to produce documents to the House committee investigating the attack on the, uh, the insurrection on the U- U.S. Capitol. Uh, the Department of Justice said that each count, you know, I thought, I thought it was a minimal fine, but I guess it, 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 it shoots up or something. I don't know. Uh, Each count carries a minimum of 30 days and a maximum of one year in jail, as well as a fine of up to $100,000. 
each count. That would be $200,000. Uh, David Schoen, uh, a civil rights attorney who defended Trump at his second impeachment trial, appeared at Bannon's side in the courtroom and before the cameras outside after Monday's hearing. Uh, Schoen said Bannon did not comply with the House Select Committee's subpoena because he was following the advice of his lawyer at the time. Uh, Schoen told reporters he was instructed by his attorney not to show up. Uh, I guess Schoen didn't say what he thought. Unless he he is talking about himself in the, th- in the third person? I have no idea. I think he might have been. Moving on to Russia. Russia, China, Russia, China. Uh, Russia did something really fucking stupid. I said bucking. Uh, an Earth-based missile in Russia was used to shoot down their own satellite. Oh, not shoot down. Uh, that's, I, I don't want you to think it was shot down. It was exploded. And it's not down. Um, it created a dangerous space debris that will be in orbit for more than 100 years. And we've talked about this. I had a long discussion about this, uh, you and I. We talked about this before. Seven astronauts on board the international... Not about Russia shooting something down. We talked about uh, space debris. Seven astronauts on board the International Space Station, including two Russian cosmonauts, so I guess five astronauts and two cosmonauts, had to take shelter in the escaped spacecraft. Uh, The U.S. strongly condemned uh, uh, the uh, anti-satellite test U.S. Space Command said Russia tested a direct ascent anti-satellite or DA ASAT missile striking a Russian satellite and creating a debris field in low Earth orbit of more than 1,500 pieces of trackable orbital uh, debris that is also likely to generate hundreds of thousands of pieces of smaller orbitable uh, orbitable orbital uh, debris. Now, when you're watching the news today, they say, oh, it made 1,500 pieces. That's 1,500 pieces that are trackable. Hundreds of thousands of pieces that are untrackable because they're too small. I mean, these pieces are going 17,000 miles an hour. Let me tell you, if you get hit with a paint chip going 17,000 miles an hour... You're going to explode. Your body will explode. This is not safe. This is really bad. U.S. officials emphasize the long-term dangers and uh, potential global economic fallout from the Russian test, which has created hazards for satellites that provide people around the world with phone and broadband service, weather forecasting, GPS systems, which underpin aspects of the financial system, including bank machines, as well as in-flight entertainment and satellite radio and television. U.S. Space Command Commander, uh, uh, U.S. Space Command Commander General James Dickinson said... Russia has demonstrated a deliberate disregard for the security, safety, stability, and long-term, long-term sustainability of the space domain for all nations. The debris created by Russians, uh, Russia's DAASAT will continue to pose a threat to activities in outer space for years to come putting satellites and space missions at risk, as well as forcing more collision avoidance maneuvers. Now, 
It's a cascade effect. If one piece hits a satellite and destroys it, then that creates more pieces, which hits more things, which creates more pieces, which hits more things. It can get really bad. Uh, Space activities underpin our way of life, and this kind of behavior is simply irresponsible. That was uh, um, uh, continued. That's what he was saying. Uh, NASA Space Administrator uh, uh, Bill Nelson said in a statement that he was outraged by this irresponsible and destabilizing action with its long and storied history in human spaceflight. It is unthinkable that Russia would endanger not only the American and international partner astronauts on the ISS, but also their own cosmonauts. Their actions are reckless and dangerous, threatening, as well as the Chinese station, because there's the Chinese space station up there too. State Department spokesperson Ned Price said the test will significantly increase the risk to astronauts and cosmonauts on the International Space Station, as well as to other human beings. Uh, human spaceflight activities, adding that Russia's claims of opposing the weapons and weaponization of space are disingenuous and hypocritical after they did that. Of course. Uh, Price said at Monday's State Department briefing, I don't want to get ahead of specific measures that we may pursue, that our partners and allies may pursue, but we are going to continue to make very clear that we won't tolerate this kind of activity adding that the U.S. wanted to make very clear why this is so dangerous, why this is so uh, such irresponsible conduct on the part of a nation-state. And I, I agree. I mean, this is really bad. We've talked about the Kessler Syndrome. Right, we want to be in Mars and on Mars in 20 years. We want to start uh, establishing uh, um, people on other planets. And we've talked about the Kessler syndrome right here uh, several times. Well, a couple of times we have. NASA scientist David Kessler proposed it in 1978, a scenario in which the density of objects in low Earth orbit due to space pollution is high enough that collisions between objects could cause a cascade in which each collision generates space debris that increases the likelihood of further uh, collisions, which... I just told you, like a couple minutes ago. In 2009, Kessler concluded that the debris environment was already unstable. That was 12 years ago. Such that any attempt to achieve a growth-free small debris environment by eliminating, eliminating sources of past debris will likely fail because fragments from future collisions will be generated faster than atmospheric drag can remove them. Atmospheric drag is when, when pieces get low enough in, in orbit where uh, the atmosphere starts slowing them down where they can fall to Earth. It takes, it takes decades, if not more than a century, to remove some of this debris, naturally. One implication is that the distribution of debris in orbit could render space activities and use of satellites in specific orbital ranges difficult for many generations. In other words, we could be thrown back to the 1950s with much of our technology worthless and space travel impossible for up to two centuries, if this continues. If a large piece 
hit the space station, the ISS, and destroyed it. Just one piece, one large piece destroying the space station and killing all those people, by the way. Space debris would make it nearly impossible to escape the planet's, uh, um, uh, uh, to, to get past it, to move on to other planets for, for a couple hundred years. And each time someone sent a rocket into space to try and, get, try and get by it and it gets destroyed, leaving more debris, it would make it even harder. So this is really bad. <sighs> so what do you think pissed Russia off enough to do this? I don't know. They probably plan to do it all, all along, but uh, Germany's uh, energy regulator has suspended the approval process for the uh, Nord Stream 2 natural gas pipeline from Russia to Germany. You know, it goes through the Baltic Sea. Uh, it said the pipeline's operating company needed to be compliant with German law before it, it would certify the 10 billion euro project. 10 billion dollars, uh, euros. The decision sent UK and mainland Europe wholesale gas prices already under pressure to a three-week high. Uh, running under the Baltic Sea, Nord Stream 2 will double Moscow's gas exports to Germany, but it will also circumvent Ukraine, which relies on existing pipelines for income and would be hard hit by the uh, loss of uh, transit fees. In other words, Ukraine makes money from bringing gas to uh, Germany. And, and Germany, uh, Germany knows this. Uh, the German regulator said it would only be possible to certify an operator of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline if that operator was organized in a legal form under German law. It won't stop there. Uh, the decision is likely to set the project back several months, and even when it receives German approval, it will require a green light from the European Commission, the EU which almost makes it like a poison pill. And Russia will have to begin acting politically responsible, including its direction in Belarus. Did you see the news in Belarus? Uh, rubber bullets, uh, water cannons, uh, rocks from uh, people trying to cross the border, uh, thrown uh, uh, in, uh, at, um, at uh, the army in, in Poland, just rocks. Um, anyway, the regulator said its approval uh, procedure would remain suspended until the main assets and human resources had been transferred from the Swiss-based Nord Stream 2 parent company to its German subsidiary, which owns and operates the German part of the pipeline. Uh, German Chancellor Angela Merkel said recently that further sanctions might be imposed on Russia if it used the pipeline against Ukraine. Of course, Merkel is on the way out. We'll see what happens to the... Uh, incoming uh, chancellor. <clears throat> Under the EU's uh, gas directive, gas producers have to be separate from the company that owns the pipeline. So there's that also in the future. So it's going to be an interesting fight. We'll see what happens. And of course, this helps Ukraine. Right now, it helps Ukraine. Uh, jurors are set to begin deliberations today in the Kyle Rittenhouse homicide trial, uh, a day after the prosecution and defense offered dueling assessments of his actions last year during unrest uh, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, prosecutors argued yesterday in closing arguments that Rittenhouse 
He was only 17 at the time, if you remember. He provoked the fatal shootings by pointing his AR-15 weapon, uh, it wasn't, a, it was an AR-15 style of weapon, at Joseph Rosenbaum. Now, the, the prosecutor, Thomas Binger, I think it was Binger, he held up the gun, a, a duplicate of the gun, and pointed it at people just so they would know how it felt. So, uh, prosecutors, uh, prosecutors, uh, Thomas Binger said, uh, that, uh, that is, uh, what provokes this entire incident when the defendant provokes this incident, he loses to right the right to self-defense. You cannot claim self-defense against a danger you create. He's referring to, um, he's uh, referring to Rittenhouse pointing the gun at people, Right. Uh, a misdemeanor weapons possession charge and non-criminal curfew violations were dismissed by Judge Bruce Schroeder's, uh, Schroeder's prior uh, to uh, deliberations. But uh, the other counts still stand, and we'll see what happens. Uh, the the, court, uh, the um, jury is probably getting it today. And I, I would expect it's either going to be uh, by tomorrow or by Monday, maybe. Moving on. Former presidential hopeful Beto O'Rourke has announced his plans to run for governor of Texas. Uh, So Greg Abbott will have another person to attack. Uh, O'Rourke will be attacked on his gun policies. Uh, In an interview with the Texas Tribune to announce his run, O'Rourke said he won't be backing down from his message on guns. Uh, He also said many Texans who support gun rights, regardless of party, agree that most people shouldn't have access to assault rifles. Uh, O'Rourke also turned uh, the tables on Abbott, accusing him of being the one to promote extremist gun policies when he signed the permitless carry bill into law this year, allowing most Texans to carry handguns without training or license. You know what? I don't believe in... in, uh, um, taking away guns, but I do believe people should be required to have training. They should be licensed. I also don't believe that uh, uh, licensing should be done by the United States. I think it should be subcontracted. Uh, O'Rourke believes in more sensible laws. Uh, He draws pretty good numbers, so uh, we'll see what happens uh, as he runs for governor. We'll see what happens. Uh, Senior Senator... uh, Patrick Leahy has announced he will not seek another term in office. Uh, if you remember, he, he was in the hospital, I think, uh, earlier this year. Uh, he, he's ailing. I mean, he's 81 years old. Uh, the president pro tem, uh, president pro tem, that means that if uh, he's um, third in line to be uh, president, Kamala Harris is first in line, Pelosi is second in line, and he's third in line to be president. The president pro tem of the Senate and the longest serving uh, serving member in the chamber won't seek uh, re-election next year, uh, concluding his final term in the Senate after nearly five decades. He was elected to the Senate in 1974. Uh, Leahy, who's 81, announced yesterday that he would not run for a ninth term at the state capitol in Montpelier. That's the same location where he announced his first Senate run at age 33. Uh, now, now, Blue Dog... Dianne Feinstein will likely not run in 2024 because she'll be 91 and she really needs to go. I hope she doesn't run at age 91. Um, Leahy's retirement is unlikely to affect the 2022 Senate election calculus. 
Neither would Feinstein in 2024 because both Vermont and California are heavily Democratic, so you shouldn't have to worry about it. Uh, I I don't think Feinstein's going to run in 2024. I think Democrats are telling her, you got to go because she is way too um, Republican. We'll just say that. Moving on. (sighs) I should save this for tomorrow because this is so long. Um... Yeah, um, yeah, maybe I can save this stuff for tomorrow. It's so much stuff to do, to go. Uh, we can we can go. With, we're going to skip a couple things, and we're going to save them for tomorrow. Um, and we're going to uh, close with I don't know how long how long have I been going so far? How long have I been jabbering so far? Let's see. <laughs> Maybe I can squeeze it in. Oh, God, no. No. I, I, you know what? I'm going to save you the trouble because I got a couple more stories here. But we're just going to close with um, uh, a couple of uh, smaller stories. Alex Jones and his misinformation a conglomerate has been found liable for damages and lawsuits brought by parents of Sandy Hook shooting victims. Uh, Judge Barbara Bellis found Jones liable for damages by uh, default, because Jones and his companies, uh, like Infowars, uh, showed callous disregard for the rules of discovery uh, because they were asked to prove their claims in court uh, because they were being sued for their claims. Uh, she previously faulted the Info- Infowars host for failing to comply with the requests for documents and other procedures. The ruling sends the case uh, to a jury to award the family's damages without a civil trial. They can also have a civil trial. Uh, it is a legal victory for eight parents of Newtown victims who sued Jones for defamation after he called the elementary school shootings uh, shooting massacre a hoax. Uh, the plaintiffs earlier alleged a years-long campaign of abusive and outrageous false statements in which Jones and the other defendants have developed, amplified, and perpetuated claims that the Sandy Hook massacre was staged and that the 26 families who lost loved ones that day are paid actors who faked their children's deaths. Imagine that. Uh, moving on, former Trump national security advisor and psycho Michael Flynn spoke to a conservative Christian audience on the Reawaken America tour in Texas this weekend. He said in his speech, if we are going to have one nation under God, which we must, we have to have one religion, one nation under God and one religion under God, right? All of us working together, uh, you know, even, uh, you know, the Jewish people knew what that sounded like. Uh, and and uh, Jewish groups are, have been speaking out against it. I tweeted the First Amendment yesterday as a reminder in my tweet. I said, seriously, Michael Flynn, have you never read the Constitution or are you just that Bucking stupid. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. This is the First Amendment. 
This isn't some line buried deep in the Constitution that waffles on its meaning. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. How stupid can you be? (sighs) Anyway, apparently he can be that stupid. Uh, That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Man, sorry. It could have gone another 10 minutes. I I cut out a couple of big stories there. Um, Thanks for listening so much. I I truly appreciate it. Um, Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you coming every day. It's so nice of you. Bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Tweet to me questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe you want to tell me uh, about a story. Or maybe you want to tell me, hey, dude, shorten your newscast, will you? And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. Thank you.